Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. You want to build a business and be a leader in your field. You know a book can help you get there. But how? In this show, I break down exactly how to write, publish, and promote a book that will build your business. What's important now is that I am a best-selling author, and that's awesome. All of my speaking events are actually from my book content. There's nothing that I've ever spoken on that's not in my books. Everybody kept saying, do a book. It doesn't have to be any good. There's no better marketing tool. There's no better calling card. It then becomes the most valuable business card you ever had. Get ready, book business builders. You're about to go to the next level. Hi there, you're listening to Build Your Business with a Book. I'm your host, Anna David. I'm a New York Times bestselling author of eight books, as well as the founder of Launchpad Publishing, which helps entrepreneurs and thought leaders become the leaders in their field so that they get higher quality clients. They're the number one person in the media and amazing things happen to them. So uh, including they get a lot of email subscribers. So that is why I'm answering the question today. How can I use my book to get email subscribers? So I've talked about this in a previous episode where I talked about what Pat Flynn did to get email subscribers and therefore to make $111,000 through one email. But if you want to get, first of all, if you are publishing independently, i.e. not with a major publisher, absolutely make some effort to get people onto an email list because it is one of the great advantages. If you are publishing a book through HarperCollins or Simon & Schuster or one of those places, it's it's very hard. I did notice that Brendan Bruchard uh, was able to get that in there, but most publishers, they are not interested in helping you get email subscribers. What we do at Launchpad is we will put a QR code at the beginning of the book and say, scan here. And for our whatever it is with my book, Make Your Master Memoir, it was scan here for uh, our one page memoir structure cheat sheet. And, and make it a special link so you can track how many people came from the book. Uh, we have a client who is releasing a book about keto, and he's doing a fasting guide. Uh, you can do a quiz. You can um, link to – we have a client who is creating all this video content that the book is going to link to. It just has to be organic and very much related to the book so that it's interesting to the reader. But – the most important thing is not just to get these people, but to do something once you have them. And lots of people make this mistake, and it's a mistake I made for years. I used to just have on my regular website, hey, sign up for my newsletter list, and people would sign up, and I and I didn't do anything with them. So what I highly recommend so if you are just starting out in the newsletter game, MailChimp is the best. It is It starts with a free plan for up to 2,000 contacts, and you can send up to 12,000 email sends a month. 
to them. That's a lot. Um, and it is a, it is definitely a starter plan where it, there's nothing too complicated. When you get into other email providers, it starts you doing segmenting and you're doing all this other stuff. So uh, I think Mailchimp is sort of is sort of what we all start with, and then you you graduate. There's also Constant Contact, ConvertKit, Aweber. Drip and there's what I use, which is Kajabi. I will say I went from Mailchimp to Drip, and oh my god, did I hate Drip! It was so complicated that I had to pay people to do it for me, and I still didn't understand. And so what I did is I switched to Kajabi because, and this is not an ad for Kajabi, but I will tell you, I do have a, a special link for you if you go to the show notes where I can. Oh my god, if you want to have a site where you do everything, which is to say your website courses, emails, um, products, anything you want, you can do it through Kajabi. And you can do things like segmenting. And segmenting means you can set it up so that if somebody clicks on one thing, they get put into one list. And if they click on another thing, they get put into another list. And let's say you have a specific campaign uh, where you're, you're going to send a bunch of emails in one week about something, you can say at the bottom, interested, in, uninterested in hearing about this anymore, but you still want to stay on my list, click here. And it does all this fancy stuff. So let's say you're, let's go back to your first starting out. You want to have something that is called a nurture sequence, which is a series of four to six emails that introduces who you are to this person who has signed up and spread them out over a week or several weeks. I mean, there's arguments for both. You could say you're completely going to overwhelm them if you send it. You send four in a week, or you could say over several weeks, they're going to forget who you are. I don't know. I will say uh, set it up so that the nurture sequence doesn't come at the same time as your regular emails. I have a fun story about I used to not have it set up that way, and I'm sure it annoyed people. And one girl wrote me, and she said, you know what? I'm so sick of reading your emails. You've got to stop sending me so many emails. And this is one of my methods for dealing with haters, which is epic. Oh, my God, I should do an episode about how to deal with haters. What I did is I wrote her back, and I said, I am so sorry. I am literally not selling you anything. I am just trying to help people who want to write books. She wrote me back and she said, oh my God, you know what? I didn't really realize there was a person on the other end of this. I didn't think you were really going to see this. I was having a really bad day and I took it out on you and I am so sorry. And I just thought that takes such a courageous, awesome person to admit that and to write me. So I wrote her back and I said, you are like the greatest. You are my favorite subscriber. And she wrote back and said, you are my favorite <laughs> newsletter I subscribe to. So it became a total love fest. But my point is, uh, you should then send weekly emails and you should decide on a day. I send mine on Thursday morning. The reason I decided to do it on Thursday mornings is that Lots of people seem to send their emails on Thursday mornings. And so I figured, oh, that must be the best day to do it. But that's actually very counterintuitive because if a lot of people are sending emails on Thursday mornings, I should not send them on Thursday mornings. Whatever. I don't know things like this. But I do know that in the nurture sequence, I say, hey, you're going to hear from me a lot at first. And then you're just going to hear from me on Thursdays. And I do not stress about the weekly emails that you sent out. They do not, you do not need to spend hours and hours creating them. You just need to give them something that's relevant 
to them. Maybe you have a Google alert about what your topic is and you send them the best stories that you saw that week. Um, I do that and I hang on to links. And sometimes I'll send emails that say, hey, here's a bunch of special links. But I don't know about you. I don't want to read long emails um, or newsletters. So uh, it, it is and expect extremely dismal open rates. Uh, they're real, real bad. I, I actually took some notes on my most recent open rates so that I could make you feel better for when you see what yours are once you start doing this. I had a newsletter titled The Reason I Made Three Figures from One Book and Six from Another. That open rate was 16%. If you are a newsletter subscriber, that means that 16% of you were interested in that. Then I wrote one the week of the uh, capital, uh, you know, chaos. I wrote, as I write this, chaos reigns supreme. And that had a 26% open rate. That is really, really good for me. Uh, then I wrote, I wrote this one that I put so much effort into and it took so long and it was quite fun to write. And it was called Quick Name 10 Good Things That Happened in 2020, which I sent the last week of 2020. And that had a 17% open rate. So why put yourself through this. And you put yourself through this because that 26% or 17% or 16% is gold. These are your people. These aren't just your future readers. These are your future evangelists. So have fun with them. Don't try to sell them stuff all the time. Um, you know, and and actually, you know, the best thing is if you're not even thinking about it in terms of sales, you are offering them opportunities to do what they want to do, whatever it is that had them buy your book and then had them sign up for your list. There are these things called funnels, which was popularized by uh, the businessman known as Russell Brunson. And the idea of a funnel is you give people something, you know, you give them a lead magnet, you give them your cheat sheet, whatever it is, and they open it. And then if they open that, you sell them something very small, something that's $9 or $15 or whatever it is. And if they buy that, then you sell them something bigger, which is to say more expensive. So that is that is a funnel where you are slowly acclimating people to buying something from you, which is also to say uh, acclimating them to having you help them fulfill their dreams. So that is it. If you would like the show notes for this episode, go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash email. And I will give you links to, well, Kajabi, like I told you, to MailChimp, um, to previous episodes where I talked about this. And that is it. Uh, go, go start thinking about your newsletter subscribers because they are your friends. They are your fans. If you are one of my newsletter subscribers, I'm talking to you. I love you. I will speak to you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Build Your Business with a Book. For more info about the show, go to buildyourbizwithabook.com, that's B-I-Z, where you can get links to show notes and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and wherever you're listening to the show now. Speaking of that, if you got anything out of this show, I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating and or a review on iTunes. And please don't forget, you can tell an author or entrepreneur friend about the show. Another forget-me-not, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journeys, whether that's writing, editing, publishing, launching. Go to launchpadpub.com 
Facebook.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode. And you know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing a show. 